Hi, my name is Sam. And my name is William. And we are from GeoSpeaks. Hello, we are from GeoSpeaks and are students from New England in an AP Human Geography class, and we are doing the Long Walk for Water service project to raise money to build wells in South Sudan. This podcast episode is highlighting the problem of water scarcity, specifically in South Sudan, and an organization that is helping this problem, the Water for South Sudan organization. So water scarcity is detrimental to a country's development, causing waterborne disease, poverty, poor sanitation, and hunger to flourish. Fresh water only makes up 2.5% of the 70% of water covering our earth. Of that, 1% is easily accessible. Worse still, the drinkable water is only 0.007% is available for 68 billion people to consume. Many countries experience water scarcity, meaning they are unable to obtain water that is drinkable or there is not a clean water source around. Uh, Many countries experience this significant problem, and one such country is, is South Sudan. Water is often unobtainable as the groundwater is not close to the surface. Wells are difficult to build and so few underground water wells are available. This means that Sudanese people have to rely on external forces such as rain or rivers. But long dry seasons in the area lead to few water sources, so people have to walk a long way to water sources, which are often filled with bacteria and other contaminating sources. Now, the Water for South Sudan organization is focused on providing water wells to the Sudanese people, making sure people have viable, clean sources of water. We have interviewed an employee from this organization. Uh, On the local, we are doing a service project here at our school to help raise money to build water wells in South Sudan. We call this project a long walk to water, and we hope to raise funds for this cause that often fly under the radar. Many people are oblivious to this problem that could eventually affect every person on this planet. Water is a necessity, therefore it is important that every person has access to clean water source. Hopeful, hopeful, our yearly project will at least make a difference for some community out there, giving them access to clean water so they do not have to walk a mile, miles and miles to get unsanitized water. In conclusion, this is to raise awareness to help efforts to stop the effect and impact of water problems in other people's lives. Thanks for listening and tune in next time to learn about other problems and their potential solutions in our world. The other day, I had the opportunity to interview Alyssa Riley, who is from the organization A Long Walk to Water, and here are some of the questions William and I were able to ask her on the phone. How did it all start? And how did you guys get this organization up and going? Selva came to the United States and a, a, a refugee, a lost boy of South of Sudan, and um, he was placed in Rochester, New York. And he went to college here. He had he worked here. He lived with a family here. Um, and he at the time didn't know if he had any surviving members of his family in Sudan. And then he found out that his father was still alive, but he was very, very sick. So he decided that he wanted to drill a water well for his father. Um, After he had went and visited him, he came back and determined that that's what he wanted to do. So 
Um, he had a lot of support from um, different professionals and friends in Rochester, faith-based organizations, and they helped him raise money, um, helped him start the organization in 2003, and then he went back to Sudan, and by 2005 he had drilled his first well for his father's village. So he did that and then um, determined that it really needed to keep going. So we've been drilling since 2005, and as of this, this week, we've drilled 391 wells. Wow, that's amazing. <laughs> um, so how much time does it usually take to build one of these wells? Um, it's three to four days. So there's a lot of prep work that goes into drilling a well in terms of getting the supplies. They have to come from countries outside of South Sudan. They're just the suppliers available. Um, they have to transport all the materials. So they're planning right now. It's June. The rainy season is starting but they're planning to um, get all of their materials for the next season, which will start in November. And so once they go and determine, um, they work with the government to determine the location of the wells, and they work with the local villages and the village chiefs to determine the best placement of the well. And once that's all decided, um, they travel to the rural villages, and uh, the villagers actually help clear out brush and trees and things that might be blocking the, the area where they want to drill. So that could take a, uh, some time to do that. Um, once they start drilling, it's about three to four days to drill deep down into the earth with our uh, drilling rig, install the pipes, um, flush out the, any dirty water that might be in there. And once they have, they've hit the clean water source, they install the pump and then create a cement platform with a, a trough for animals about 50 feet from the well so that uh, they can drink water as well but stay away from the main source of water. Um, so by the time all of that's said and done, it's about three to four days from drilling to completion of the cement platform. Uh, so it seems that a lot of work uh, does go into this. Um, yeah, it's not just, I mean, we say three to four days to drill, but there's plan all the planning that goes involved. Yeah. It's, you know, months, yeah. So. What is the main force behind this event? Like, what is fueling this event and how can we help? What's the main reason we are doing what we're doing or? Um, yes. Okay. Um, yeah, so the biggest big, biggest thing is um, South Sudan is now the newest country in the world. Um, it was established in 2011. It's the poorest country in the world. It's very underdeveloped. They're, the government is not stable. So we were drilling since 2005, but um, as the country is progressing or trying to grow, um, we're trying to help with the growth. And that, that means we're drilling wells so that people can go to school, children can go to school, women can start businesses because without that clean water source, people are traveling, children and, and women are traveling hours every day to get water, which may make them sick, but also takes time away from the ability for girls to go to school and for women to provide for their family in another way besides just water. Um, they can start businesses and that helps develop the country. And we also um, develop employees. So we train South Sudanese employees. We're helping to provide them with um, skills and training that will help make the country stronger. So as the, as the government is trying to figure out the best the direction it's going in and become more stable we're trying to help down at the grassroots level and help develop the people beyond just um, giving them water but also giving them skills as well
Yeah. Um, so you, uh, you mentioned uh, you mentioned before how the water scarcity is really affecting the health of these women. Could you elaborate a bit on this? Yeah, so um, lots of times, I don't know if you've seen any of pictures, maybe not on our website, mm -hmm. but just anywhere online, but people either travel to a standing water source a pond or like a marshy area um, these are not clean and um, stable sources of uh, water for people or people actually dig down into the dirt which you can imagine mm -hmm. you're not going to find any clean water source at the, the hand dug level yeah so um, people really children especially are at highest risk for developing diarrheal diseases and lots of children uh, under the age of five become so ill they don't survive so um, and then imagining women having children in the bush with dirty water when they're you know giving birth to children um, and there's just nothing clean for them to um, take care of their bodies or their mm -hmm. children with um, so that's the biggest issue is drinking the contaminated water makes people very very sick so at least providing that clean water we can help eliminate I mean there's still um, ways to contaminate water outside of, you know, if you're not cleaning your hands or you're not cleaning your utensils, which we also teach people to do. But if at least we can provide them with a source of clean water, that's the start to um, ensuring that they're less sick or less likely to become sick. Are there any factors that are pushing back against your efforts? Like, what would be constraining you? Mm, that's a great question. Um, so... We are very fortunate to be able to work with the South Sudanese government. Uh, we have their support and they um, they completely support our work and they help us determine where to uh, go in the country. Um, the biggest factors that we face are weather. So um, the rainy season really prevents us from traveling anywhere in the country because it's all dirt roads and we can't move through those roads without getting stuck or breaking down. So right now that's the biggest factor or and or any equipment breaks breakdown. So we're really fortunate we have a lot of support from people around the United States and the world um, to help fund our work. Uh, so we don't have issues there. We're not we don't face any violence. Our employees there work in safe uh, areas of the country. We try to avoid any uh, violent areas so the people that work there know where to stay. Um, we know where to work with the safest place. So really the biggest factors are weather and equipment issues. Mm. Ah. What are simple tasks that people can do to help improve water sanitation in their everyday lives to help out with this issue? In the United States or in developed countries? Anywhere. Or in South just anywhere? Yes. Um, so that's a good question. So what can people do to help ensure... Um, safe water um so i mean here in our country i something that i talk about with my children is uh, using water and not wasting it i think a lot of times and not just in the united states but in other countries water is scarce because it's wasted on things that aren't as, as important um could be watering your lawn or just running the water um in, in developing countries as well, water could be used for things that are not um, helping people with their daily living. So water might be used for um, manufacturing and not be used to give to the people where, where they live. Um, 
Yeah, that's a tough question. So in South Sudan, it's really just providing people with the source of water. They don't even know that there's clean water below where they're living. Mm -hmm. So it's teaching people that it's available. Um, they just need support from uh, an organization or someone that has the ability to provide it for them. This concluded our interview with Alyssa Riley. Thanks, Thanks for, for listening, and, and tune, tune in next time, time to learn about other problems and their, their potential, potential solutions in our world today. This is GeoSpeaks. Until next time. time.